Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Mara Sweeney. Thank you for joining me today, Mara. Dion, thank you, and thank you for inviting me onto your show. I'm thrilled to be here. Awesome. Um, Mara, I forgot to mention this a few seconds ago, but um, even though I can hear you, it's coming across kind of low, so I don't know if you... Let's have a it. microphone or anything. How does this sound? Any better for you? Mm. Um, no? it's it. <laughs> Let me try this. You know what I'll do? I have I have um a, a microphone into the system. I'm going to pull it out. Hold on one sec. Okay. Okay. You hear me at all now? No. Yes. Now, do yes. I sound any better? How about now? Yes. You sound much yeah, better. crazy. So I actually, I removed the earphones and I'm just with my computer, but it should be fine and quiet here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now that we have the sound quality all clarified, um, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. Awesome. So Mara, um, even though we're both Florida natives, if you could tell my audience a bit about yourself, that'd be great. Sure. Well, actually, we were just discussing that we're, we, are, we both live in Florida in the same general area with a small world, but I actually grew up up north. I'm from right outside of New York City. I grew up in New Jersey, but for most of my life, I longed for warm weather, sunshine, palm trees, um, and I ended up getting lucky enough to move down to Florida when I was quite young after my husband and I got married. And we've been here ever since. So I guess you could almost call me a Florida native at this point. And as far as what I do, um, I have done many things in my life. I had a corporate career. I um, also raised a daughter and I homeschooled her. And then when she was getting ready to go away to university, um, I remember thinking, you know, I, I wasn't going to go back to corporate life. My husband and I had a business as well that we were running. And I knew all of my life that I had, there was something in me that I had to do. I love to travel and I've traveled to many countries, maybe over 60 at this point. I love good ideas. I love encouraging people. And so from that midpoint of my life as a midlife woman, I started writing blogs and sharing posts and writing stories all about following things that made people happy from the inside out rather than looking to the world saying, well, I need to be just like the world wants me to be or I need to measure up to the world. And since that time, I've um, become a podcaster and I have a website and I've written several books and I'm also an international speaker and I've been on know a couple of hundred podcasts and radio shows and in every case I hope that I'm always conveying the sense to people about living their own life happily and authentically from the inside out because that's really where we get our sense of um, of joy and peace and life purpose from so how's that as a, a lengthy introduction for who I am and <laughs> what I do that was a wonderful introduction, and I think um, it plays a pivotal role um, considering the time we are in, um, known as the pandemic, which none of us could have foreseen happening going into 2020. Um, how have you um, dealt um, with that um, this season or past season since we're in 2021? Well, you know, you're right. It is such an incredible time. 
you know, I almost want to say, Dion, I feel as if I was made for times like this. Um, I worked, normally I, I travel a lot, but once the pandemic hit, I, like everybody else, couldn't travel anymore. And so fortunately, I ended up getting a position uh, which kept busy for about six months as, uh, what do they call them, uh, an essential worker. And I was working for the Pinellas County, Florida elections office. And during those six months that I was there is I saw a lot of people uh, that were really frightened about what was going on. Very frightened. I mean, some people not only afraid to be near others, but so afraid of even being touched. And what hit me is that when I was younger, I had tremendous fears about death. I mean, tremendous. There were a lot of people in my family around me that passed away. And so I was traumatized by death. And the interesting thing is so many years later, now here I am as an adult, I'm looking at other people going through this pandemic who are absolutely traumatized and paralyzed and feel like they can't even move because they are afraid of impending death. And the interesting thing for me is that I actually felt like I had gotten through that in the early parts of my life. So no matter where I've been during this pandemic, I actually sense that I, or not, let me say it this way, I hope that I bring a sense of peace and comfort and rest to people rather than as one who maybe contributes to the fear. And then I ended up, uh, interestingly enough, doing a series of podcasts, special series within my regular podcast, all about this time that we're going through that is so filled with major shift uh, throughout the world. And COVID has played a big part of it. So um, I, yeah, I actually feel somewhat energized, feeling like my background has prepared me for where we are today to be a person that said, you know what, I've been in these places before. Maybe they didn't look exactly the same, but I'm here and I could smile and say that you too can smile today and in the days to come. Um, That was an interesting perspective and I can touch a bit on how I've been um, affected um, by it, although I'm pretty sure my listeners are kind of tired of hearing my thoughts on this, but it's just such a made such a profound impact in such a broad way um this pandemic and everything has completely been flipped around we have to wear masks we have to stay conducive to our homes many people unfortunately um lost their jobs as a result of this pandemic and even when i go into the supermarket i am real i'm like clutching my body um because i'm like so unbelievably paranoid at any sense of like closeness amongst um, other people who are shopping. Cause even though they said six feet, not everybody really follows that rule. Right. <laughs> so, um, but in spite of everything that this pandemic um, has caused, um, yeah, we have the vaccine. Um, it's also brought a sense of clarity and, um, what truly matters and acceptance of who we all are as a people and that we, none of us should truly have to go through anything alone. Um, I feel like that was really heavily focused on, at least in the beginning part of the pandemic. And now still, even though politics have a tendency to make everything a lot more crazier and doesn't really help, but 
for sure. <laughs> well, no, you know something that interesting, I think you used the word clarity uh, and brought, I, I noticed that too, when the pandemic first hit, everybody, we had what was the two weeks to flatten the curve and everybody was kind of indoors and then nobody was at work. And you're right, there have been so many negative things that have come out of this, but also because I do like to look at the positive, I sensed that it caused everybody to pause, not just here in the United States. This has been pretty much global. When I say pause, if you want to think about all the things we were doing in society, the running around, the racing after things, maybe the looking at certain things and saying, oh, that's important. And yet when everybody had to stop and the lives they had no longer were the lives that they had, they had to think again about what was important, what mattered. And at first I thought, well, you know, maybe after 30 days, this may have a change on people. Then I thought after 60 days, because you realize we're now in year two of this, but I sense we're going to come out of this whole pandemic situation where people's thoughts and value systems um, and even behaviors, and I don't, are going to be somewhat altered, but I'm hoping that on the other side of it, we will all have an opportunity to regroup and set our minds forward on creating a good future ahead. One where we all take an active interest, where we're thinking about what's important, we're behaving like our better selves, maybe caring more for other people. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, that's why I said when I was doing these, this series of podcasts, and I'm not finished with them yet, but there's going to be a major shift on many levels in terms of how everyone is in life and in society. Um, and I am always encouraging people not so much to always look to the experts or what this person is saying or what that person is saying, and maybe to feel like a victim as if the world is happening to me and I'm going to be on the bad side of it, but rather to say, you know something, the world is changing and how do I want it to look and how can I be in this world and how can I beam out the things that are important to me? How can I beam out good? When I say beam, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. we yeah. sort of give out an energy with other people. How can I take an active role or play an active role in being an architect of things to come? Because I really think, and tell me what your thoughts are on this, that many times, whether we're young children or even older, that we give up our own sense of ideas to other people. We just sort of sit back and let other people tell us what to do or tell us how to think or what to think. Um, and then that means the world is not ours to make and to help craft. It means other people crafted it for us. But by taking a different role and thinking, you know what, I need to be actively involved in my life and what I'm standing here for and what I'm being, it causes all of us to be a little bit more energized and engaged in things to come. And my hope is that we'll always be energized in positivity and in good things. So those are the things I'm looking forward to in things to come <laughs> that we've all kind of learned like good life lessons um, and that we emerge from this as better people. Um, I love your point of view on this. Oh, there's like a weird echo. I don't know how to fix that, but we'll try.
I hear it feels like it sounds like a squeaking on my side. Oh, well, what I was trying to say, maybe it's because my phone is like next to my face. I guess that helps. Um, to answer your question, um, I do feel like um, um, adults or people um, have constructed our ideas our own personal ideas in some to some extent um what else did you touch on and that um hopefully um and I do agree with you that we hopefully do come out of this pandemic as more um positive um people and furthermore more accepting people um because I feel like I can't pinpoint a precise year. Actually, there's probably a million years um, <laughs> that you can trace back to and a million people can trace back to. But I'm pretty certain there's never been a year quite like this um, where um, the world uh, is more accepting of every single person, whether it's African-American, LGBT community, etc etc um i can't really pinpoint a year where the world has been more accepting of who we are as our as our own individuals and as our own people um because we are so quick to like diminish and destroy someone's whose ideas differ from us but it's nothing wrong with having different ideas or principles because when you think back to the whole evolution of history and the world as a whole, we were built upon different ideas and ideals. That's how our world came to be. So, to yeah, that's a good point. Um, I remember as a young child learning about the United States and it was being called the melting pot, and I was so proud of that. I was like, wow. We have a country built on people from everywhere. And I thought the idea of the melting pot was that it was everyone's coming to America. Now I'm speaking only here in the United States, although generally I think worldwide, but I love the idea of people coming together of all different aspects and different persuasions and all contributing to the good of the whole. And so that is nice. Now, you know, you, you brought back something else when I, when um, I mentioned earlier about all of us, when the pandemic started and everything was put on pause, one of the things I noticed here in Florida, we live very close to Tampa Bay, is that for the first time in ages, I was watching parents and their children out for walks together, or parents and little children out on bicycles, or parents teaching their kids how to bike, or families going on um picnics and I'm thinking wow I haven't seen a picnic in ages and that was part of it too the slowing down and the taking time for one another and seeing people at parks where they might have been sitting you know obviously uh, six feet apart but they would be there and they would share their lunch time together and they would just it was as if things were slowing down and people could appreciate their time with one another and that was something I saw that we were losing here, not only in the United States, but just probably in the entire Western culture, maybe in Asia as well, where everybody was on fast forward and people doing things almost um, 
in, let's say, in a mechanistic fashion where they weren't even thinking about what they were doing. They were just rushing, 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 rushing. And I thought, oh, you know, this is an interesting phenomenon where people don't have anywhere to go. There is nowhere to go. And they're having to be a little bit more quiet, more reflective, and they have to slow down a bit. And it was almost like um, people were going to simpler times, simpler spaces. They were cooking at home. And some of that I thought was really good. So that's why I like to concentrate on things wherever I am. And I've been this way my whole life. Even when I've gone through difficult times, I'm like, okay, so I know I can't see it right now, but I know something's happening in my life right now that I'm going to look back on and think, I learned something very valuable, or I got stronger in a particular area, or I learned how to be more resilient, or um, I endured through things that I couldn't, that I normally thought I couldn't endure through. And so I think no differently with this pandemic, that we will pull out of it, and we will be better people for it. Awesome. So I do have an icebreaker question, but you're familiar with my podcast, so I have to change the question up on you. Oh, I'm not that old. Go, go ahead. Try me. What is it? <laughs> In a non-pandemic world, when everything gets back to normal, what is the first thing you're going to do? Oh, I think I'm going to go take off my mask and dance in the streets. How's that? And I'm going to have a lot of people with me. Seriously, and I'm not going to care how close anybody is. And everybody's going to be too busy and too happy celebrating that they will not be thinking about being afraid or being isolated. That's really what I would think, like a big um, street party, a block party. I think it would be just beautiful and happy and celebrating of life and joy. And dance is always a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) dance is a wonderful thing and I'm pretty people have utilized it in many ways being conducive to their homes um especially through TikTok but I'm not gonna get Uh into that because that's Uh already a popular app amongst um many people um what is the first thing I'm going to do I am going to hang out with my friends (laughs) my friends have been really nagging me uh to hang out uh but because I'm part of that factor, um, statistically speaking, because I have um, diabetes, I'm part of that factor that if I were to get the virus, my chances of survival aren't, aren't really good. Um, so I've been try- I'm, I have to be a little more extra cautious um, compared to every other individual. Um, I will be getting the vaccine soon. I am working on that. But in a non-pandemic world, I will definitely be hanging out with my friends. We'll go to the beach. We'll go picnicking. Go mini golfing. That's definitely what I'm going to do when everything is back to normal or newer normal. You know what? To be I more specific, you said that like getting together with your friends. Now, fortunately, I've been able to get together with friends, so that's been a good thing for me. And um, uh, we'll hear. We both live in Florida where things are not as um, stringent maybe as where they have been in some other places. So I have not felt as, let's say, as restricted. But you know what, Dion, there's also a place where I was thinking about this maybe earlier today. 
this whole idea of not being together with other people, not physically connecting. Not, I'm always a hugger. I, I just, I enjoy that. I'm a hugger. And how amazing that all of a sudden now we had, not all of a sudden now it's been, we're on year two of it, where grandparents couldn't hug their, children, their grandchildren, where parents and children weren't together, where people couldn't visit with ailing um, great-grandparents or grandparents who were in nursing homes. And then I remember seeing something, and I hope it wasn't for real, but it was a short video that showed up on maybe Twitter a few weeks ago. It was taken from somewhere in Asia, and it showed a brand-new baby who had just been born in the hospital. And the brand-new baby was beneath a plastic sheet on her mother's belly. And I thought, oh, my gosh, are people saying, like, putting this out on Twitter as if it's a good thing to think that here you might have a brand-new baby that can't know what her mother feels like or vice versa. Because, you know, as much as people try to protect themselves from a physical pandemic with COVID, I think that there's um, a loss to people when they cannot be around physical uh, love and presence of their friends and people that they really do love. That's something that our heart needs and our soul needs. And I think it's just part of the human condition that we like to connect. So um, anyway, that was something I thought, wow, that was extreme. A baby who was just born and had to be behind a plastic curtain. And then I was concerned the baby couldn't breathe. But I thought, wow, that's that's way out there for me. <laughs> I know, that was not... I thought, oh boy, I hope we don't go in that direction because there is something we do need to touch one another and we do need to hug. And children and adults and friends, they do need to hug one another. And, you know, I mean, think about that. The idea that we have to be afraid of one another as if we're toxic. That's a strange emotional and psychological and social component that um, I am looking forward to for that being or that coming to an end because I I don't think we were designed to be those kinds of individuals you know what I'm saying we were not designed to be automaton people that live in a sheath trying to keep ourselves alive while not having connections with other people on a physical level because I think that that too first of all to have those physical connections adds something to our soul and the I would say the energy and the strength in our soul and not having it actually depletes our soul because we're really called to be people that are together. So that'll be a nice thing when it's over. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, this is such my heart. Touch is such a, and being together and any socialization is so, so important. Oh, yes. There was a, now it's funny that you're talking about this. This was last year. Remember they had had, you know, originally people had to um, kind of stay away. And then several months went by. And, and then suddenly, maybe this was somewhere in a state up north, people were allowed to come out again and, and they could get together. And there was a, something else I saw on, on Twitter. And it was a brief video and it had gone viral. And it was two little girls. Maybe they were, I don't know if they were four or nine. I have no idea why I can't remember the exact age, but they were young children, probably of the age that 
socially, they weren't middle school or beyond where they would have understood. But the mothers, they were these little girls were best friends and they hadn't seen each other. And all of a sudden it became okay to get together. And the moms must have taken some video of the two of these girls so thrilled to see each other and running toward each other and hugging each other and jumping up and down. And there's something in all of us that really loves that and relates to it. And um, so whether you're, you know, four or 14 or 40, I think it's, it's all good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, Mar, we could keep this conversation going till now, till the end of the pandemic, but <laughs> um, we have to wrap up this awesome, awesome conversation. Um, do you have any social plugins to tie in before we wrap up here? You know what I would love since we've been talking about this pandemic uh, and you've got um, a listenership, I'd love to share um, my my podcast name, which is my name, Maura Sweeney, Living Happy Inside Out. And I'm on most platforms. And um, I have this series right now. It's called the ABCs of Now. And each one of them hopefully will give every listener an opportunity to feel better and more hopeful and also more powerful from the inside um, out. So if they'd like to find me, Maura Sweeney, Living Happy Inside Out, and if by chance you have anybody that's ever looking for a speaker on things like happiness and self-leadership, they can find me on my website or on Speaker uh, speaker Hub as a public speaker. Awesome. Maura, thank you for joining me today. This was a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Dion. <laughs> this was very nice. And thanks for having me. No problem. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe. This pandemic will end soon. Hang in there and you will be able to hug and touch and dance in the streets soon enough. So hang in there. And as always, I'm here for you. Until next. Hello, everyone. It is your heart warrior, Dion here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you liked this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.